Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. With the big, bold flavour of HP sauce, making breakfast legendary. And that fluttering of paper signifies that I'm about to say this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can uh, text us on 81215, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You betcha. That's all we, you need to know. We already had a tweet in from someone. Oh, yeah. I would. Um, yeah, I think it was someone uh, saying, can you recommend a non-alco wine <laughs> that doesn't taste like four asterisks? Yes. So four asterisks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, a, what a comic convention that was. <laughs> Indeed. Um, yes, Eisberg, E-I-S-B-E-R-G. They do all the whole range. The Riesling is the standard, but they do a nice red. Do they? Huh? Lovely. <coughs> They'll be delighted if they're listening, won't they? No, they won't be listening, will they? Well, they might be up Well, they won't have hangovers. They might do alcoholic wine as well, so check. But yeah, that's the best, definitely. Okay. <laughs> lovely start to the show this it morning. It is a lovely start, <laughs> yes. Um, yes. So, i tell you what, I, um... What about I got your birthday present this morning? Yes, oh. that's and the true. And I'll just say, the team, it, it hasn't arrived yet. It's a bit embarrassing. It's got a lost team the hasn't phones. arrived. A no, team, the yeah. team had bought you a present, but it hasn't arrived yet. Yes, that's quite exciting, though. That suggests yeah. to me that it's something alive. <laughs> yep. You know, when you, you, know, you get half a racehorse. We got you the whole thing. Did you? We spent the extra, because we think you're special. Okay. <laughs> I like, uh... I like the idea of it being in my bed. You know when people buy half a race horse, it's actually in there, like in The Godfather. Right. <laughs> Frank, what did I get you? You got me a TARDIS biscuit barrel. Yeah! Which is... <laughs> great um, present! Will be heavily used, of course. Mm. It's any any sort of uh, Doctor Who memorabilia gratefully received. So, yeah, it's lovely. It's, Thank you. I, I'll describe it to you. It looks <laughs> like a, a 1950s <laughs> or 60s a British police box. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing about it is that there's more biscuits on the inside than it looks like there should be from the outside. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, because it's a TARDIS. I know, I'm with you. <laughs> Good. I'm with you on it, don't <laughs> worry. Yeah? Pizzas, go put pizzas in it. Yeah. It's like Mary Poppins' handbag in that regard, isn't it? Well, is anything really like <laughs> Mary Poppins' handbag? Um... I, uh, oh, it's, yes, it is my birthday this week, and, and, and on that um, theme, I heard one of my most hated phrases this week, and occasionally I moan on the show about, I have no justice for this, there are just some phrases that make me feel poorly when I hear people <coughs> say them. Mm-hmm. What, well, when Daisy said my bad this morning, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kind of all right with my bad, um, it, you know, it's, it's still new to me, my mm. bad. Mm. One of my all times has been in any way, shape, or form. I mean that one. That makes me. <laughs> it makes like me ha- for just for a few seconds hate the person who's just said it. Mm. What's the big problem with it? In any way, shape, <laughs> or form. Do just, I have to say any more than just that? Just repeating oh, yeah, it is just repeating it in that elucidating on the problem. Isn't it? <laughs> I just I don't, to know. Anyway, the one I was going to refer to is it was Tom Baker's birthday this week. Of course, um, it was keeping the biscuit theme going. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> And um, I saw someone describe him as 81 years young. Oh, oh that I hate. I mean, if you're 81, you're 81. There's no getting around it. 81 yeah. years young is not going to make you feel any better, is it? Do you think he's thinking, 
Oh, actually, I hadn't mm. thought of it that way. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not. It's like when people say, you know, he's alive and well. It's like if they then de- and then they say they're dead and well. <laughs> it's not, you know, it's just not true, is it? That's quite tabloid. They like to say that in the same way that they like to describe someone as living in a leafy North London suburb. Yes. And having got a deal for a cool million. <laughs> cool million. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, um, I that thing about saying. 81 years young suggests that the the term old, as in, you know, three years old, 30 years old, 80 years old, mm-hmm. should have some sort of gradation. Like, you should be three years young and then you should be, like, 40 years middle-aged. People mm-hmm. wouldn't like that. I've always felt for the French women, that moment you get in, into a shop and someone calls you madame for the first time instead of mademoiselle. Oh. I slapped them around the face. That must be a big moment, <laughs> hadn't it? Well, it is for them when I slap them. Yes. <laughs> I won't have it. But that, there must be, you know, them, those women who are on the cusp, I'd always go, Mademoiselle, play safe. Mm. Back me up on this. Well, I'm yeah. just going to get a t shirt saying Mademoiselle forever. Well, that's good. Mm. Mm. Not remotely creepy I'm 70. I saw a woman in Bournemouth with a t shirt that said um, Forever Beautiful. I'd like to see her again now. <laughs> and say, do you remember the T-shirt you had? Life's funny, isn't it? You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Uh, we've had a text from 449. Morning, Frank. How do you feel about costing Ramey as £10,000? <gasps> well... We should explain, shouldn't we? Yes, in case you don't know this story, Ray Mears went on Room 101, which is television. You know television? That I'm aware of the the uh, the medium. Uh, It's a television show I I do, Room 101, and he... um, It's a lovely little show, that one. He he, um, condemned caravans and the people who um, enjoy being in them. Mm -hmm. Quite um, with some vigour. (laughs) Vehemently. And uh, he he had taken a, a booking... Mm. to speak as a caravan sort of convention <laughs> yeah. in which he spoke about, you know, the joy of caravanning. Seems like bad planning, looking back Ten on Gs. it. According to Ten the mail, it was it, yeah, 10K. <laughs> <laughs> he was, he's getting 10K for it. I read was it, it at was least. It a, was it a cool 10K? <laughs> I think it was. Well, it wouldn't be that cool if it was a caravan convention. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's not you might want to check your diary before you make these jokes. <laughs> well, I, was, I, I defended the, uh, the caravan. Thanks to corporates. Very much so. I, I think... Um, I think what he didn't like is that the idea is he takes the sort of wilds into mm. our homes, right. whereas with caravanners you can take your homes into the wilds. That's true, yeah. And uh, so it could put him it's out of business. It's all a bit sanitised for him as well. Yeah, it probably is a bit, but um, he likes to sleep inside, I think, a hollowed-out ox. Mm, me too. kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't know, I'm not sure about it. I did it once, and uh, the aorta flapped down during the night and just tickled my face, kept me awake most of the night. Right. I, I should have stripped that out, but, you know, yeah. you're tired. <laughs> you think I'll just do the major organs. The aorta can wait till the morning. Yeah. It's a good story. It always it? can. It's, uh, it's one of Frank's oxtails. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> so, um... Yes, so Did he didn't. He was. Uh, the, he got pulled, and uh, he lost his uh, lost mm. his ten grand fee. If you're listening, Ray, sorry about that, but you brought it on yourself. <laughs> I tried. To, I tried to talk you out of it. Fine. I was just going to say, in that situation, would you feel any compulsion to apologise? Would you text and say, "Oh, sorry to hear about the caravan gig falling through"? No, he, he chose to put <laughs> caravans in. He did. He did say 
why are they white? They should paint them green at least, which I thought is a great plan except for people that drink heavily in caravan sites and then they're on their way home walking into a like big the, green like caravan. <laughs> I like caravan. That's a bit Barbara Dixon. Like what? What caravan. did I do? Caravan. What did I do? What did I do? I don't know you what pronounced I it in an interesting way. Did it's I? It's normally caravan, isn't it? Yeah, That's caravan. what I said. Caravan. No, you didn't. You said caravan. You did not say that. You said caravan. You were on the verge of saying caravaggio. I could barely hear you guys all me today. So I don't know, maybe it came out. You went a bit... Car- oh, you got those big... Caravan. Yeah, muffs on. Oh, no, that's headphones. Caravan. Yeah. Caravan, anyway. Oh, Cleared no. that up. Is this, is this like Descartes all over again? <laughs> it's, uh, it's in the ballpark of it's, Descartes. It's worse. Oh, no, come on, it isn't worse than Descartes. <laughs> I can't think of anything worse than that. Descartes sounds like something if you go to work and you push your desk with you on, on, on wheels and two big handles and then you arrive so you can sit where you like. He didn't know. We, we've taught him something. I <laughs> know, oh, it's, it's, not, it's not right to mock. Look what happened to poor Alicia Duval. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I'm not being funny, but... That is an irritating phrase, according to Julian Fraser. Oh, and he like knows it. about phrases. If that's his job. When someone starts a sentence with "I'm not being funny." Yes, I um, I often hear it going through my head while I'm doing this show, <laughs> <laughs> but it's more of a warning alarm going off than anything. Yeah, 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 people. I think it's good that people say it when they're not being funny, though. That's good that they acknowledge that. I nearly always want to interject, I, I don't expect you to be. <laughs> when yeah. people say I'm not being funny, but I always think, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. or just, That's yeah. not your job. No. Absolutely got the status quo. No, here. you're not. <laughs> 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 Another one, I, I read a thing this... I didn't it was, I listened to it on the radio, and this guy said... Uh, so we went to this um, Welsh mountain, he said, uh, um, blah, 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 and yours truly... Oh. Oh. When people say yours truly for mm. me, oh. oh, that's awful. Especially in the age now of the, where the letter has died, so people don't even write yeah. yours truly anymore. Yeah, that's true. The outdated phrases are ones that really jar. I told my son that he sounded like a stock record the other day. <laughs> what? Oh, did, what did he make He's seven that? years <laughs> old. Nineteen forties, Dad. He sounded like a stock MC, MP3. <laughs> exactly. He's got no cultural reference. He's got a at stock all, CD still. Oh, I, I, used to, I remember when CDs we did that. Uh, I once did a TV show called uh, Fantasy Football back in the oh, old I'm days. I'm aware of your work. And we had. I'm a, not being funny. <laughs> I remember that. We had, uh, <laughs> we had a um, letter from a bloke who was like a sports a presenter. A letter? Yeah, a sports presenter <laughs> on some. Uh, and he signed it, and I don't think he was being ironic. He signed it, Yours in Sport. Nice. <laughs> oh. And I have used that a few times that on autographs. Nice. I think uh, Gary Lineker should have that on his business card. Oh, that's good. I'll tell you the other one I like, you never hear anymore, Moggins. Oh, oh Moggins here. Oh, to oh, move it, Moggins. <laughs> oh, I, no, I, it's always followed by ear, Moggins here. I, I say that quite a lot. Do you use <laughs> that still? Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest, he really. does. Yeah, I've never heard it on the show. Don't, don't keep your best phrases for elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Doing my best work in the gym. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, well, it's all right on the training ground, the yeah. <laughs> when it comes to the big match. <laughs> Who has to carry it? Moggins. <laughs> <laughs> Hank, what about, um, it'd be rude not to? Oh. oh. Yeah, what, what is yeah, that normally in, referring you, to? Is that when you're offered food? Yes, yeah, people in IT ordering dessert. <laughs> mm. well, it? It'd be rude not to. 
Mississippi yeah. Mud Pie. I've always been a, a big fan of I don't mind if I do, though. Oh. You like that? Yeah. You want a drink? Ooh, don't mind if I do. <laughs> I like that. Uh, someone's emailed, Phrases We Hate is the title, and, uh, and it, the email says nothing except, when it's gone, it's gone. Oh, that's when up there gone, with, um, it, is, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> when it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. I think it is what it is, is the new, at the end of the day. Yeah. If you know what I mean. <laughs> well, a lot of phrases. <laughs> you're doing a lot of these. What about Dave Pearson says, I'll tell you for why. Yeah, that is an odd one, isn't it? You why do, do that? I do that. I do that. I never I do don't that. like for the simple reason either. Oh, I've never heard that. Yeah. Is that a Birmingham one? For the simple reason. Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, these are not bringing out the best in me. Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. You've got some good phrases, Frank. Well, yeah. bad phrases. Dan Skipsy, can I phone a friend? <laughs> oh, oh, Dan, yes. I'm with you on that. I don't like that. He's a very lonely man, Dan, though. It presses his buttons when he hears that. Arundel Spy, uh, I hate the phrase touch space. I'll touch base with you. Hashtag mm -hmm. wrong, he says. Yeah, I remember um, when that first came in and it felt very exotic and American mm -hmm. and now every, everybody says it and they don't say it with a sort of a slightly embarrassed tone. They just say it as if it's normal. No, we're all touching base all the time, aren't we? Well, speak for yourself. I like it when... Uh, I'm touching base at the moment, <laughs> but I, I think I can hold out to the next record. <laughs> Absolutely sickening. I don't know, it's terrible. I'm, I apologise. Uh, horrible. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. It's the use of I gave 110%. There is no such thing. That's from Ka in Cardiff. Well, is, is there no such thing, though? There's 110%? Yeah. No. Well, no, there isn't. Guess yeah. what, my, tra my trainer, Lionel, he says, hun it. For 100%. Hun it. That's all right. 150%. Hun it, Fiddy. <laughs> he never says that. He does. Oh, no. Hun it, Fiddy. Is he a fan of Dick Fiddy? He <laughs> 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 must have been mentioned on the show for a while. God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, speaking of words, I'll tell you what I did this week for the first time in my life. I um, completed a cryptic crossword. Wow. Mm. And I tell up. you, I tell you how it happened. I listened to a radio show on Radio Four by David Baddiel. Really, remember her? Yeah. And um, <laughs> in which he talked about how he'd always found it an impenetrable uh, thing, the the cryptic crossword. Mm -hmm. And uh, they gave some examples of clues, such as um, bar of soap six six. Any offers? Oh, bar of soap. No, I can't do this kind of thing. Rover's return. Oh, yeah. Oh. Cool. <laughs> so, um, you know, Daisy, the producer, gasped. Yeah, so I, um, <clears throat> on the, I was inspired by David Baddiel's radio show, and, that, and it was one of these when you could go to the website to look at notes on how to do. Mm -hmm. So I had a look at a few things that I, I had no idea about cryptic crosswords. I've got to say, Bar of Soap, the brilliance of it, is just, it just keeps hitting me. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. fantastic. <laughs> it's quite extraordinary. Um... And uh, and so I thought, you know, that's it. I'm going to go out into the world armed with these tips and went and did my first ever one. What about that? That's brilliant. So what I've done, again, is I've made that a retrospective New Year's resolution. Oh, right. Conquer cryptic Anything that I do now, I think, oh, I, can, I can put the label. It's January. Put the label <laughs> New Year's resolution and then tick it off. Mm. Nice. So, yeah, that's it's going well. Also... 
this week, and this is a, what about this? I've discovered. I mean, I'm a, I am a, an older man now. Mm-hmm. I've discovered a revolutionary new way of showering. Oh, I hate it when you talk about things like this. Handstand. <laughs> no, not the handstand. I abandoned that. <laughs> kept getting stuff after in my eye after the broken nose incident. <laughs> <laughs> I kept what getting all brown in my eye. <laughs> um, what I do is. Oh, what's uh, wrong with you? Um, <laughs> I, I was having a shower and the water was, was not going down the plug hole. Mm-hmm. So it was starting oh. to fill up. So I thought, this is going to be like a James Bond thing if I let this go. It's going to be like <laughs> up, to my, mm-hmm. up to my chin. <laughs> so I thought, it's going to overflow, it's going to go into the... So I, I turned the water off to let the levels drop a bit. Oh, that's a nice idea. Mid-shower. So, yeah, so I thought, well, I'm not going to stand here like a fool. I'm going to start soaping. So I, I was already wet, obviously, so I soaped without the shower on. Mm-hmm. So the, the, no water on, so it's just me wet. Are we talking one Rover's Return, as I call it now? Just the one oh, Rover's so. Return? Yeah, yeah, So I had a bar of soap, it, which was wet, I was wet, so I, I rubbed it on. I went completely, it was, it was just white on me. Can I just say, while you're doing this, I'm obviously picturing it, but you are wearing swimming shorts. So <laughs> just, okay. just to clarify that the pictures in my head have got you decent. Okay, if that's, if that's, <laughs> it, that's how you want to think of it. <laughs> Um, well, it, I was soaked up, I, but I mean, I, so I was completely covered in white soap. I, it, I looked right. like, say, if, you know that film, The Snowman. Yes. If they'd made that in response to um, the obesity crisis, <laughs> it made the snowman much slimmer. <laughs> That's what I looked like. And what's great about it? Two things. First of all, um, well, I think it should come back to this. Cause I've got some adverts to play. But I think when, when I've explained this to you, you'll show like this for the rest of your lives. I very much doubt well, it. Well, d- never say never. Hate that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> I never use it. That's because I. Oh. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Don Real says. John Brackett's real. He likes to keep it that way. Because no. we have a text from John Brackett's imitation. He says he doesn't like anything French, a certain je je ne sais quoi. See, I love a French phrase. I look forward to saying it. I can feel my lips start to tense up. You really French them, don't you? You go for it. Oh, God, I love it. Steve Austin. Wasn't that a six million dollar man? Oh, I loved him. Uh, My most hated phrase, I feel you. It's just creepy, he says. (laughs) I don't know that Oh, you do know. It's very American. Oh, I feel you. I feel you. Is that a bit like me sight you? There's nothing like that. What's that? I, I was very friendly with this uh, West Indian girl <laughs> who, who used to speak quite posh. Well, posh for, you know, for Birmingham. Seemed posh to me. Then she'd phone a family and say, yeah, OK, OK, OK. But okay, she'd okay, phone I'll... a friend. <laughs> she'd phone a family. And she'd say never, end, say never. And at the end of it, she'd always say, OK, OK, me say to you. And it used to come out of nowhere, because she was so well, you know, well, it's not that it's on, but, I mean, she's sort of received pronunciation, and then this really deep West Indian would come in. But I don't feel I can use it now in the modern age. I'd like to use it myself. No, don't use that. No. It's a pity, isn't it? Why uh, not? We've had a cabbie text in saying... Uh, cabbie's oh, texting. I'm sure he'd yeah. have no qualms about using he that. He says from cabbie... Well, actually, you say that, but uh, he's gone for you scrub up well and her indoors. Her indoors is awful, isn't it? 
I mean, in fact, quite a lot of relationship ones have been sent in, like, yeah. my other half. I yeah, Phil Harrison says, half. can't stand my other half. I don't my know whether he's referring half. to his partner, <laughs> yeah, exactly. or he doesn't yeah. like the phrase. Yeah, he texts <laughs> that in every week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he thinks we're his solicitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her indoors, so, um, I don't know, I went out with, uh, I wrote to a woman who was uh, a long-term prison inmate, a whole mm-hmm. way. What? You know, you know how people write to them. Yeah. I, re- I used to refer to her as her indoors. Her indoors, <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, I guess women who write to the murderers. <laughs> yeah. God, they're a funny lot. Is that what you brought us here to discuss? That <laughs> no, no, I don't. I'm going to take this the wrong care. way, but are, are some of them lot? similar to the ones that write to you? <laughs> don't take that um, the wrong way. I, I don't know the answer to that, but uh, I'm not condemning those women. But, uh, someone already you. has, though, haven't they? <laughs> now they've condemned the blokes. Oh, that's right. The women yeah. are all right. That's right. Why do they I do it? I didn't explain my shower bit. We haven't got onto my <laughs> oh, shower yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. Of course, sorry. You know, I'm, I'm standing here soaking wet. OK, so you... Metaphorically. Well, now we've got to play some music now. <laughs> all right. I mean, we've got the news, we've got adverts. Well, we're just padding, You're let's gonna face You're going to be wet it. for ages. You're going to catch a chill at this rate. Oh, yeah. Luckily, I'm heavy, heavily covered in soap. I'll have to, re- I'll have to um, revitalise the old anecdote, maybe go back to the beginning. Even. You can do that. Yeah. It all kills time, doesn't it? I feel you. <laughs> um, thanks. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. So, yeah, so, um, if you recall, I had to turn my shower water off because it was uh, my cup runneth over. Mm. So I ended up soaping up without the shower on just two things about it first of all it's a very it's much quieter once you turn the water off in the shower all you could hear was (laughs) I don't like this sound effect that's really that's me soaping up I know I know that's all you could hear so I got completely white and covered in soap Mm -hmm. and I'll tell you one thing you realise. Like Charles Bronson covered in butter. <laughs> yes, um, what a night that was. <laughs> and I... What you realise is when you're soaping up in a shower, you're fighting a losing battle because the water's coming down. No sooner are you putting the soap on than it's, it's been washed off immediately. You must have noticed that in the shower. Yeah. Mm. It's, you know... It's like a fourth well, bridge kind of I scenario. I don't use yeah. a, a bar of soap. Don't you? No, I've never used soap. Because oh. I'm not on a ship in the 1840s. <laughs> so <Aren't> you? No. <laughs> I oh. tend to use a shower gel. <laughs> oh, OK, you use, a, okay. You use a gel. Well, anyway, it was... Um, it made me realise it's much more efficient. Mm-hmm. And then you really look forward to getting the water back it's on. Because the by now you're getting a bit cold and you're ready. Oh. And then on it comes and it's... Oh, it's fantastic. I really would recommend... I'm, I just shower like that all the time now. How long do you stand there for in the soap? Like couple just, of minutes? Just till you're completely covered, and then uh, yeah, I might throw in, well, I might, like a 90-second marinade. <laughs> and, um, and and then I just rinse it all off. But it's it's much better. I tell you, the, a shower is a very impractical place to apply soap to the body. True. Because it's constantly being washed off. No mm-hmm. one's ever mentioned that before. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you can have that. You Not charging anyone, that's yours. <laughs> you yours to use that. and to enjoy and to change your lo- sweet lives. You're already sweet lives, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, email the show via the Absolute Radio, Webby. Try the Webby. <laughs> there was a slight pause before you remembered my surname there. It was a bit like Pinter was talking about me or something. <laughs> Stop showing off with your drama school background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big show off me. <laughs> big show off. Um, good use of Webby. Very Cheggers in uh, Big Brother when you do that. Thank you. Was that on the web? He says sometimes. <laughs> We're st- they're texting in. They're loving this phrases that they hate. Okay, and what we got? Five, four, six. There's nothing worse than how are you in yourself? That's from Joe. Yes, that is a strange one, isn't he? Mm. Uh, you see that when he? I have to say that Joe has used one I always pick people up on, mm. and that is when people say, "Well, there's nothing worse than." Because yeah. they often say, yeah, I can't, I can't really say what I say. Because no, the thing I know, that I you use pull out an atrocity, don't you? I, always, I pull out a great atrocity. atrocity or natural disaster. Yeah. <laughs> and they say, well, there's nothing worse than even fingernails on a chalkboard. You've done it mm-hmm. to me, and I felt humiliated. And I'll say, well, what about the and genociding? Then you'll something and terrible. Then, yes. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes they'll stick with it and say, well, <laughs> I don't know if that is actually worse, and I, I respect them for that. Oh, good, I stuck with it. Yeah. <laughs> Three seven nine. I can't stand people who say I tell it like it is, because when you tell them it like it is, i.e., their children are ugly, they get angry. Oh, people don't like that. And uh, we've had one. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Hi Frank, Miss M, and Lecoq. Greetings and salutations. A phrase that winds me up is "I pay your wages," which irate customers say to me fairly often. Yet when I ask them for a pay rise, they always decline. It makes no sense. We all pay each other's wages. I bought a book the other day, so I must pay the wages of everyone at WH Smith. Cool. I'll get them to come round and clean my house. <laughs> um, what he so should have done is when he bought that book, he should have took a, a small set of scales with him, <laughs> put it on there, and if anyone had come over, and he, he could have said to the people from WH Smith, I weigh your pages. Very good. <laughs> That's lovely. It's pretty good, you know. If I mean, spon- it's not funny, but spont- spontaneity-wise... It's not funny. You have to respect it. It's not funny, but it's pleasing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all right. That's one of Frank. my mottos. I know, you know. Guess I'm not what? being funny. Get- <laughs> I'm being, you know, intricate. Guess what we've just had in? An invitation for you. Oh, yes, excellent. the word is invitation, not invite. Invite is an American corruption, as my father often told me. Mm-hmm. We've had an invitation in for you from Miss Birmingham. At Miss Birmingham. Is it for people who miss Birmingham? (laughs) No. No. That doesn't apply to anyone. That is... Take that back. Can I say I'm an honorary Birmingham, and I love Birmingham's, and they all know that. Okay. I've got a big demographic there. So, Miss Um, Birmingham. What, the actual lady or the organisation? No, the organisation. Okay. I definitely think we should ask Frank Skinner to come as a celebrity judge for Miss Birmingham. (laughs) Wow. At Miss England News, hashtag Absolute Radio. Hash- I mean, there's all the hashtags. It looks very official. Yes. You've been asked to be a judge for Miss Birmingham. That is the most sort of traditional British comedy thing I've ever heard. That is how most comedians in the 50s and 60s oh, met that, their wives. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Bruce Forsyth met Will and Elia at, um, at the uh, Miss World thing. She was Miss. Interesting that- pronunciation of Will Neelia. <laughs> oh, is it? Will I, and Neelia. He, he said it as if it was two people. Will and Neelia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Were they a nice couple? Is she on the voice now? <laughs> 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 will, will I am here? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, well, anyway, you met her. She was she Miss Costa Well, you've Rica? already got your life partner. Although I have no, to well, say, no, I wasn't, my, Kathy's got that. a figure good enough to be in Miss Birmingham. You <laughs> said a mouthful. <laughs> um, it is. Um, I mean, I'm sure it'd be a lovely day out. They're a bit more <laughs> a lovely day <laughs> out. <laughs> They're a bit more respectable now, aren't they? I don't think they a wear lovely day out. I don't think they have the swimsuit section anymore. I think they have oh, the swimsuit, but they're asking regret. questions like, what, I do, think, you, you know, what the do you national... think of Russia and the Ukraine, and, like, it's all that do sort they? of stuff now, isn't it? I think they have, like, the national dress. Obviously, it'll be representing the various regions of Birmingham. What so are they going to wear somewhat... for Birmingham? Nice. Well, there'll be someone, you know, from... And, like, um, a coal sack. If a, I said that, imagine the be... trouble with my accent if I said that. There's no in. coal, there's no coal okay. in Birmingham. If somebody came in from, you know, I suppose, Bourneville... They'd oh, be yeah. dressed as a, you know, a bar of chocolate. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hales Owen. Um, a different a bar of, of chocolate. <laughs> yeah, they could be dressed as one of those salt and vinegar. Um, you know those oh. big plastic salt and vinegar bottles you get in cafes? They're all made in Hales Owen. Is that oh, true? Yeah. Yes. Oh, lovely information. Oh, yes. That's a great detail. I kid you not. Uh, <laughs> uh. You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. I have a question about coolness, actually. Uh, David Cameron... Don't ask me, you're asking the wrong bloke. Well, you say that, but David Cameron was interviewed uh, on Capital Extra by a DJ, and he was asked... Not one, not one of ours. No, not one of ours, but he was asked several questions to identify whether or not he was cool. Uh, apparently the guy said... Well, I could have told him that. <laughs> we, we've, we all want a very cool Prime Minister, because we've got a cool American President, can and I'm I sure we can don't. have a cool Prime Minister. The last thing I want is a cool Prime Minister. <laughs> Well, I think that may be what we've got, is, is an uncool one. What could be worse? Yeah, so he he, uh, he admitted that he sounded very old, because he, he said he couldn't understand why everybody's interested in the Kardashians, and that he preferred Brian right. Ferry to pop stars Jay-Z, yeah. and Iggy Azalea. Iggy Azalea. I mean, I'm not saying I'm uncool, but I don't even know who that is. Who is Iggy <laughs> Who Iggy is Azalea. She's an Australian. She's kind of. She's kind oh, of. Is like she? A rapper, oh, it's a she? woman. Yeah, it's a, oh my god! It's a she, and you went. It's a woman. I mean, well, I don't know. I haven't heard of Iggy Azalea. Why not? Sounds like a sort of a 1970s Daisy, glam rock flower arranger. <laughs> oh, it's a woman. God, this is embarrassing. Well, I don't know. We don't play Iggy Azalea. So, is she, is she, <laughs> does she have any true value? No, she's not on the Absolute Radio I love Iggy playlist. Azalea. Do one you? of her songs, I believe uh, Robbie Williams played one of the songs when uh, his wife was in labour. Oh. Yeah, did she do that song? Ooh, baby, I love <laughs> you, I love you. Ooh, baby, come back to my place. Ooh, baby, love you, love you. Ooh, baby, come back to my place. Was that her? No, because no one did that song. No, I just made that you. song up, but I bet she's done a song remarkably similar to that. It might have been called Oh, baby, instead of Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Respect to her, though, whoever she is. Whoever she is. She's got a bit... uh, She's uh, proud of her curves. She's one of those, Frank. Oh, she's one of those. Okay, everyone's doing that now. In an age when we're trying to encourage the youth away from the obesity crisis. It's not obese. We've got... We've got... We've got... She just doesn't have a figure like Zola Bard. No. Zola Bard's probably a bit chunky nowadays. That was your dream... That was Frank's dream woman, Zola Bard. It'd be worth a Google search, wouldn't it, if she is? Zola Bard? Yes. Um, well, yes, yeah, so, carry on. Well, I'm he, amazed that he knows who Iggy Azalea is, David Cameron. Yeah, I wonder if he did. He didn't, I don't think. Oh, he, he was didn't. like you two. 
Okay. You two, I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah. So is everyone with a phone these days? Yes. <laughs> but what do we think is cool? What's what's coolness? What's coolness all about? I used to I used to have a little thing in my stand-up. I felt where like, I you said, were like you were setting up a topic. <laughs> why you said that? I'm interested in it. I'm in. Like, was it a bit like the time and the place? I used to have a thing in my stand-up where but I what said, "What is that, coolness?" <laughs> at twelve fifteen, that you could uh, you could tell that you're getting older when you stop chasing cool and you start chasing nice you know when you're leaving the house you think think, Mm. oh i look nice today that'll do me there's a point where you don't want to look cool anymore you're just delighted with nice like you know oh my sweater looks all right yeah i i I have to say i sort of on one level i hate cool yeah (laughs) but that maybe that's just because i'm not cool i was i was cool for about four weeks i would say when was that when i won the perrier award in in 91 and i used to wear a biker jackie Oh, that doesn't sound very cool. Well, I think no. I was cool at the time. I was hanging around with I someone. Shaken Stevens. No, I was. Um, I was hanging out with someone from House of Elliot. I, <laughs> I was, House you know, of Elliot. What is House? Oh, of come Elliot? on. That was my cool summer, but um, since then, but I see. I, I've often wondered: Do I hate cool because cool is an empty, hollow, weak thing, or is it because I'm not cool? So I think it, the way to handle that, you know, is to, is to hate cool. That's this morning's uh, texting <laughs> at twelve fifteen. This is Frank Skinner, Absolute Radio. The cockerel's waiting for me to swallow my banana cake before I speak. I didn't quite manage it. Oh. I can see he was enjoying my distress. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid the pause made me do a massive grin. <laughs> I thought, how's he going to deal with this? Yes. Uh, Frank. We don't have to do that quickly. We've just had this news just in from Miss Birmingham and other things I didn't think I'd say outside of 1984. <laughs> <laughs> um, we hope to see you. The finals take place at the Mac Burlington Hotel. I don't know if you're familiar with that. On um, the 15th of March. Beware the Ides of March, I it's say. It's called Birmingham's McDonald's To, to, to the contestants in Miss Birmingham. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you <clears> said <throat> it would be a nice day out. Yes. Um, I think they might be looking for a celebrity judge that might not say, Beware the Ides of March. <laughs> maybe, maybe they want a slightly different casting bracket of celebrity <laughs> judge. in mind? <laughs> nylon. What's he called? Nylon? Who's nylon? Who? R- Rylon. Oh, Ryland. Ryland. <laughs> Ryland in nylon. Nylon, nylon fits her, doesn't it? Iggy Azalea, who's he? Nylon. Mm-hmm. Well, Honestly. I try um, not, I did my cool to test on you. 20s. I, I, don't, I, I, I think it's a lovely offer, but I don't, I don't feel I can be a judge on Miss Birmingham. Judge not as you should be judged. Exactly. Not after you said the Ides of March. And I'm I'm worried that I might there might be a girl come teetering on wearing a skimpy bikini and I might stand up and shout this is Cameron's Britain <laughs> and, yeah. and ruin and ruin the whole evening. For <laughs> but God bless you all and I hope you have a lovely day and I hope it's warm for you. Mm-hmm. I'll be a judge. Um, I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> that's what I should. I, that's what I could have said though. That could yes. have been my response. Yes. Miss Birmingham. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> that would have been a great response. But you know, good luck to them all. Caroline MacDonald has uh, tweeted us to say, I can't stand, oh, bless, and then pretend sympathetic faces. I'm a Catholic. <laughs> ah, I can see that. explains a lot. I once was in a New York hotel, the Royalton, 
Do you know? No. And uh, I bumped into um, Gordon Ramsay in the bar. Well, I say I bumped into. He was sitting down talking to some associates. So I went (laughs) over. Associates? Really? Don Corleone? (laughs) Was he making a television program? And I went over and I said, oh, hello, hello, go- well, Do you mean I some writers? I didn't know him well, but it seemed wrong not to say. So I went over and said hello and, uh, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, mm-hmm. glad, you know, glad it's all going. Continued success, I said, I think. Mm. And as I walked away, I heard him say, oh, bless. <laughs> oh, that's patronising. I didn't know how to take it, I'll be honest with you. It's left me, when he comes on now, I think, oh, I don't know. I, I think that's it. lovely. It's better than it just what Dame Judi Dench said about you, which was... I thought this pl- was a place for celebrities. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, she got killed in Skyfall, so he who laughs last. Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. 451 says Frank Skinner is clearly cool. We're talking about coolness on Absolute Radio. That's mm-hmm. nice, but incorrect. My girlfriend mistook Graham Norton for him last night. Yeah, well, that happens Watching all the TV, time. I should say. That doesn't make me cool, does it? That I look a bit like Graham Norton. Oh, he's pretty cool in my book, in my house. Well, thanks. I've got three questions that I'd like to ask you, which I like to think are a sort of test of coolness oh, okay. for me. I know a little bit more about this subject than the two of you's. Because of your day job in the uh, fashion industry. Yeah, I work in the industry. fashion industry. Are you cool? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think I am. I would say I was cool once. I'm less cool now. Mm. Okay. But I still have a better handle on these things than you two. For example, I wouldn't say Iggy Azalea, who's he? No. Well, <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't say handle. Okay. Unless I was talking about the Messiah. <laughs> <laughs> Question one. What would you do with an Aperol? An Aperol? Peel it, Alan. Um, I'd, I'd dismantle it. What? No, you would drink it. Oh, would uh, you? Yeah. Oh. Why? What is it? It's a drink. Is it alcohol? Yes. Well, then I wouldn't drink it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wrong. I, I mean, I'd dismantle it by by drinking it. Question two: <laughs> What do you think about the war on drugs? Um, I t- am all for it. Alan, it's, uh, it's a band. Yeah. But minus marks because you said band. Oh, they're a band. What they're a say? rock group. I, yeah, I, think I would have said group. in the hit parade. I think, I think group's <laughs> actually better, oddly, than uh, band now. Oh, I and, see. Uh, question three. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the serial killer in Shoreditch? Uh, That's a nice pub. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's actually a nice cafe. Frank, you're very it is, oh. It's a cereal-based cafe. Is it spelled oh. C-E-R-E-A? Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I can't go there. And finally, what's better for the front row? A block heel or a pool slide? Uh, better for the front row? Yeah. A block heel or a pool slide? Yeah. The front um, row of a fashion show. Yeah, I'm going to go... I knew that. I knew that. I didn't know that. It's Blo- called... Block heel. I'm going to go block heel. Frank Skinner? No way. Pool slide. <laughs> Oh, come on, Frank. Because it's like poolside, you see? Block heel. It's and obviously the block side, heel. That's women in bikinis, so you're pool slide. Oh, God. You're the so cool, man. Both are equally acceptable. Oh, right. Thank God for that. Yeah. Can I ask you a question, this yeah. test, how, how, how important you think cool is? Because some people say, I don't care about cool, but yeah. we all care a little bit mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. So here you go. You're on your way to uh, a premiere, film premiere. Or just some, a, a sort of a posh do. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. where there'll be paparazzi and and stuff waiting outside. Okay, mm. on on your way there, you see um, Lembit 
Opic. <laughs> Has, has fallen off his, um, has fallen <laughs> off his Segway. Yes. <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm, uh, I was going to that do. Can you give us a, <laughs> give us a lift? So you know you're going to arrive <laughs> with Lembit Opic. Do you leave him on the ground or do you say, yeah, hop in? <laughs> yeah, no, you leave him. You leave him? Yeah, you leave him there. Um, I wouldn't him. leave him on the actual ground. That would be inhumane. No, cut him like Deadwood. I would call him a cab. I'd get my driver to go and pick him up. <laughs> OK, but, <laughs> but you wouldn't call. be prepared to arrive with him at a... Absolutely no way. OK, no way. fair enough. He's gone. I understand. I'd emerge from the car like... You know that when, when the Frankenstein monster comes out holding <laughs> that young woman? <laughs> I'd come out like that with Opic. If I could jump us back a subject, Frank, to mm. uh, to your showering technique, we've had an interesting email from Bob. Uh, Frank, if you're just tuning in, you get wet, switch the water off, soap up. When you're fully soaked, put mm. the water back on, rinse. Yeah, Frank, the method you used is called a ship's shower. Oh God, you I'm heard? Nervous. Yes. <laughs> ships shower and is traditionally used by the Royal Navy on board ship to reduce fresh water usage. Is that right? Isn't it what good? About that, that I've accidentally plugged into a naval tradition. I know. Sometimes and I laughed at you as well. I have half a mind to show you about my hornpipe. I'm not going to answer. Oh, is it? <laughs> Um, he adds, sometimes in reduced water situations a leading hand will supervise the ratings Showing, showing to make oh, sure the water is hand. preserved. Yeah. All oh, right. So there must be a just keeping a. Great. I hadn't even thought about the water saving element of it. Yeah. Well, we did have somebody else oh, say that they do it. Maybe I can do this uh, as a comet the, relief thing. Mm. Somebody else said that they did it in their caravan. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's what true. I don't think that no. would be an interesting comic relief, <laughs> if you don't mind me saying. Well, it did have me naked. Watching you showering. Well, you know. Some people would like it. The elderly. We've had a text in from Eddie. Oh, yeah? Who begins thus. Hi, Frank, M and Lecoq. Morning. I too share Frank's method of showering, and weirdly, it's because of all of you. I was in the shower listening to the show, but couldn't hear what part of a particular Venn diagram the cockerel was in, so I turned the shower off to listen. It was a sort of idiotic eureka moment, and I've been showering like it ever since. Keep up the adequate work. That's from Eddie. Nice. That's uh, that's a weird coincidence. All the yes. coincidences are interweaving into some massive matrix of probability. Indeed. All right, Stephen. So I think um, I've got a, uh, a question that would uncover Paul. if somebody was uncool. Because I think uh, I think this is a good question uh, as regards uncool. Have you ever driven for a period of time wearing sunglasses? Turn to face your wife, who sees that one lens is completely missing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll confess, I have. You have done that. Yeah, I did that. I think I was driving for. Oh, this isn't someone's drink. No, no, between thirty and sixty minutes, and I turned to face her, and she went, "You know that you've only got one lens in those." <laughs> I hadn't got it's a. Hard that you hadn't noticed. It's that. very How weird. Was it dark? It's very weird. No, I wasn't wearing sunglasses in the dark. <laughs> sunglasses, of course, is one of the great tests, isn't it? Of coolness. Well, it is on. If you see a young person in sunglasses, you think, oh, you know, cool. But if you see an older person in those reactolite rapids, <laughs> I think conjunctivitis. 
<laughs> which is less cool. I do. I think cataract operation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or what? I think Hitman. Oh, I see. Worn with a particular kind I of think suit. Hip man. Yeah, I, I, I've, I get a bit spooked by people who wear those kind of uh, spooked. The the rap the rapids. Like, um, is it Duncan Norvell? <laughs> was it Duncan Norvell? Who was the comic that used he was to called go? Roy I was walking down the road the other day. Spooked. spooked. He was called Roy. That could be a good text. No, he used to say, "Chase me, Duncan Norvell." Yeah. That's right. It's the same um, one. It's the same guy. Is Frank. It? Yeah. Yes. There's been some correspondence in, which we might have to return to later, from Miss Birmingham. Oh, God. It's, um, they're not happy. Oh, oh dear. Have I upset Miss Birmingham? Well, do you want to know what's happened? No, well, we better play some music first, okay. so I'll brace myself. The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. You may recall we've been caught up in something of a scandal with the uh, Miss Birmingham competition. Um, yeah, well, they asked me to be a judge. You uh, said. I said judge not. You said. <laughs> our surveys. <laughs> I, survey I, I, I suppose I said. Mm, mm. Oh, no. But I did, I did wish them the best of luck and all mm-hmm. that. That's nice with it. Oh, yeah. They've said um, there's no bikini anything. Hashtag in the past. It's a charity evening for hashtag beauty with a purpose. Okay. Now, um, I think that's fair enough. But more importantly, there's been well, another... Of course, this was just my whole way of finding out if there was a bikini section. <laughs> of course there was. Now that there isn't, I'm not going. Absolute filthy creep. Well, guess what? I am. Absolute filthy creep. Yeah, to this invitation. Emily, if you'd like to judge, there's also a Mr Birmingham, and we'd love to have you. <gasps> I'm there. Oh. Are you going to do it? Of course I am. <laughs> 100%. I'm in. Send me the invitation. Talk to my agent. Um, Birmingham <laughs> Hilton, I'll see you. I like, I like brackets, talk to my agent. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to judge, I'd be honoured to judge, uh, hashtag Mr Birmingham. Are you saying I'll be the judge of that? Yes, I am. Okay. Brilliant. Okay, so well, I'll report I, I back. I look forward to that, um, that little report. Not, not as much as I do. Well, what will they be wearing? Bikinis? Um, I'll report back. Okay. Okay. Do you think they wear shorts? Like a I'm guessing, uh, sham- chamois leather posing pouch. <laughs> maybe just some... <laughs> White shirt cuffs? Do they do that? Oh, they don't do that anymore. They don't do, do that. They? I don't oh. think so. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, we've had that. a text from Anne Marie in London. I don't know if this can be true. Surely not. My husband turned to me in the car after driving and proposed, and I answered, "You know, you only have one lens in your shades." <laughs> can that have happened to two people? I suppose so. It's bad it's luck not for from him. your wife, is he? No, it's, okay. it's bad luck for him on the very day he proposed. Uh, but, but obviously, she said yes. As they're still together. That's right, and she calls him husband, so he's... he's yeah. Like... So she probably thought that made him a bit more lovable, and that's one of the that's... things she did. So it's a guy who needed help, and she's the kind of woman who likes to help people through life. <laughs> that is she's nice. a handrail. She's a human handrail. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, what else? Well, uh, just one a... quickly, uh, Dancing Robot Music tweeted to say, asking you two about what's cool was like asking Vladimir and Estrogen for directions. Hashtag literary burn. Very good Baketian text. Very good. Mm, hey, not enough of those. Are we going to sash out to email corner? I had an email this week from Spotify. Did you? <laughs> do you ever get emails from Spotify? I've never yes. had an email from Spotify. Spotify is not that um, kid at that music uh, fan at school. <laughs> Hank, you sound more like Spotify. You don't go Spotify. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Caravan. <laughs> sorry, it doesn't come with a pronunciation <laughs> guide. Anyway, they, they do these things where they say, um, 
you've been listening to. Do you get that? So they say, as you've been listening to the four, maybe you'd like, and then they recommend the band. Uh-huh. And they recommend a Carburetta. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so then, so I got one. It said, as you've been listening to the four, you might like a band called Love. As you've been listening to the Kinks, you might like Donovan. And then it said, as you've been listening to... Uh, George Formby, you might like this, and they were recommending Rolf Harris's greatest <laughs> hits. Wow. I thought, update, I think. <laughs> update required. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Why not text us on 8 12 15? That's not a rhetorical question. Why not indeed? Uh, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. You know what? There you go, we're in email corner. We haven't been for a couple of weeks. It's been a while, hasn't it? No, had it's a, a crime shame because I sound one of the sexiest I've ever sounded in that. I would say yeah, so. Well, in certainly top three. Mm. Um, uh, and we've we've got an email here that's uh, actually very much on task for your uh, your your subject of annoying phrases. <clears throat> it's uh, hello, Alan, Emily, and Frank. Interesting ordering. Um, yes, <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. Only just noticed I'm that. Not. Let's move on. Uh, I'm I'm, f- I'm seeing it like it's like a list of a gig. You think <laughs> you are first, then Emily, mm-hmm. and yeah. then I'm the headliner. Solid opener, Helen Cochran. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm doing my oh no, you don't material. <laughs> I'm fed up of hearing the phrase "give it up for." This is done in the context of wanting a round of applause on TV programmes and stage shows, etc. Mm. Do you find compares doing the same for you guys? And have you felt like asking the audience what they are happy to give up to see their performers? <laughs> Whatever happened to give a warm welcome for? Alternatively, what would you rather hear? Regards, Gary699. It's all right if you're introducing dry January. Yeah, give it up for dry January, yeah. Would you ever say that? I I think I might have in the moment of panic when I haven't planned, please give a warm welcome. Like, I I probably have said give it up for, but only during Lent. That's one of my rules. (laughs) uh, I I don't think I've ever said it. You've never said it? I don't think I've ever said that, no. I suppose what you're asking them to give up is their unappreciativeness. Mm-hmm. So give up your unappreciativeness for... Yeah. In order to welcome... Yeah, I like appreciate to say, this person. ladies and gentlemen, set aside your cynicism for 20 minutes and yes. please welcome... Yeah. That, yeah. That would be an odd intro, wouldn't it? No, I think... Well, that's, that's, I think that's the subtext. I was once introduced as um, at the Jongleurs in Battersea, that club. You love a French I word. I will never tire yeah. of the way the you pronounce jongleur. Jongleur. And it's, uh, I was introduced as the comedy king from the old ball ring. Who by? Oh, that's good. I think it was Bob Mills. Genial Bob Mills. As he was always described in Time Out's listing <laughs> magazine. Is that right? Yeah. When it used to be <laughs> slightly passive-aggressive. Yeah, when it used to be very PC. Experienced was always the death uh, nail. Mine was comedian, Frank Skinner. Wow. That was all I got. I quite like that. I was happy with that. Yeah, I'd be happy Well, the trendy that. Londoners, did some of them have a problem with you? Um, they did in those early days, yeah. Because, okay. um, yeah, they, they... It was lots of people shouting about Nicaragua. And... I was shouting about Nicker Elastic. <laughs> <laughs> it was something of a culture clash. 
What else have we got in the corner? We've got another email. Nobody puts email in the corner. This is. I oh, know they do. They do. Oh, it's exactly. This what is from a sure. very happy reader nine nine seven. Okay, he lives. Um, doesn't he live next door? But one to the police station. Yes, <laughs> I believe so. Dear friends, practically next door, probably to the police station. Could we do that again? Um, <laughs> yeah. Live, you say? Yeah. Oh God. Please bring back idiotic eureka moments to your readers. Oh, we sort of did earlier. Yeah, in case you don't know what an idiotic eureka... Because there's new people joining us all the time. It's like, it's like we're a, a boss. Mm-hmm. Um, what we a used boss to have... Or a is, bus. No, he a, means a, bus. A bus, an yeah. omnibus. B-U-S. B-U-S, yeah. yes. Um, uh, an idiotic eureka moment is when it takes you a long time to work out something that lots of people have... Mm-hmm. Have worked out. The classic example was when Frank saw the BT adverts and only realised that Maury Lippman's character was called BT because yes. oh, it stood BT. for BT. Yes. Um, somebody else mentioned Sooty and Sweep. Yes, and both chimney, both yeah. chimney themed. I yes. still don't really get that. Um, <laughs> so complicated. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, nor am I. Okay. So nine nine seven. I wouldn't go so far. <laughs> <to say that. laughs> nor would any man who's ever been involved with me. No. I can't get over the moment I worked out why Usain Bolt made his signature arm movement, lightning bolt, three exclamation marks, or as we say in the writing business, screamers. Screamers? That's what you call an exclamation, oh, the exclamation mark, mark. Yeah. Okay. Also, really? I heard this week... I, di- I don't quite... Um, I didn't know why you did that. No, but you and I had a massive argument about it. Did because, we? Yeah. <laughs> Usain oh, Bolt... I told you that you know he does that arm movement. I yes. think he's reflecting a lightning bolt, and you said that's absolute rubbish. Oh. And you said he's just putting his arms up like that as a gesture of kind of victory. What I do you actually, say, Alan? I thought he was sort of putting one arm up as as like a hole, and his other finger was like the bolt, like a bolt going in, you know, a bolt rather than a lightning bolt, like a, a dead bolt, if you will. Why would he do a dead bolt and not a lightning his name's bolt? bolt. Yeah, so why wouldn't he do a lightning bolt? Much oh, no, better. I th- I th- yeah, you're right. It's probably it's probably the lightning. Looking back on it, it's probably higher. Why does only pretend he's on a horse, hold a pair of reins, and yeah. then suddenly start and then just come racing <laughs> off bolt the opposite off. direction? Exactly. Yeah, this, you've yeah. got a lot of options for the Because that's a Robbie Fowler goal celebration. Mo, Mo uh-huh. Farrar. Mo Farrar. You know when he does uh, Mo <laughs> Farrar. He, you know when he does Mo Farrar, Farrar, everybody, whatever will be. That's what the crowd should think when he comes out. You know when he does the so-called Mo-Bot? Yes. You can picture that image. With the uh, yes. M on the top of his head. What is that? About? I think it's an M. <clears throat> oh, you see, I think it's an enormous heart. I thought it was it's a heart making his whole well. body an enormous heart. That's oh. what I thought. Saying that he loves the crowd. Oh, no, I just thought it was an M. Or maybe he's, he's got, like, a big spot right in the middle of his bald head and he's having a go at that. <laughs> oh, in right in the middle of his bald head, I don't like... No, that's so big he needs to squeeze it with four body. fingers on so each his side. So his arms are like the aorta and his buttocks represent the left and right ventricles. That's how I saw it. But he's you know. a one-man science lesson. He that's is. That's what he is. He'll he made is. For all, for all. Anat- he's doing Grey's Anatomy live. <laughs> We've had a lot of sort of I'm Spartacus um, photographs, people tweeting their photographs of them with the also with the Doctor Who biscuit tins. Oh, Oh, brilliant! That's lovely. Thank you, Nigel, Nigel Andre, and thank you. uh, I can't pronounce your name, Glenillis Hughes. Fabulous. 
It's hashtag we've got one of them. <laughs> I think we're also a I must do one of my vein. See how many of those we get. <clears throat> we're also staying in the corner, but you were just talking about um, Usain Bolt's uh, celebration and Mo Farah's. Um, and even as you were saying it, it dawned on me that Mo Farah's surname is Farah. Do you think there's ever a point when he's in the changing rooms and he says, has anyone seen my trousers? And they go, the Farah trousers. You know, mm. Farah trousers. Yes, I know Farah trousers. Thing. Anyway, we've yeah. also had a text no, from... No, no, let's um, stick with that. No, we've had a text <laughs> from Simon in Catford. Morning, talking of celebrity signature poses, Robbie Keane used to pretend to shoot an arrow oh, from a did. bow when he yes. scored. I remember that. Yes. But he adds, he always got it wrong and let go of both the bow and the arrow. That <laughs> would have killed him. Well, it just wouldn't fire anywhere. Well, It'd all fall well, out of his hands. That would have been very dangerous Gravity indeed. would work. I remember Steve Ovet. Do you? He used to uh, do I-L-Y. Yes, for his wife. Yeah, this will be good on absolute eighties, won't it? The Steve Irvine story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they had such uh, thin frames, the runners then, didn't they? Well, well, you know, you don't get many fat runners. Distance you? runners, no, no. really were sprinters. Him. They go for the upper body. Uh, on bulk. the subject of um, eureka moments, idiotic mm -hmm. eureka moments. Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Oh, is that? A pawn on Much Obliged. I think you've already wondered this out loud. Yes. And I still don't think it is. <laughs> Isn't it a big thank you to all the fans? <laughs> right, in the way that Derek Akora says to the world of Major spirits. Blige. If you would uh, flee us now, spirits, uh, we'd be very much obliged. <laughs> Does he say that? He says we'd be very much obliged to the spirit world. Does he say thank you, driver, to his... Uh, <laughs> To his, what do they call those people that you Oh, like get the in? familiar The thing. familiar, yeah. that's it. Oh, What's his familiar know. called, Frank? Um, is it Joe? Yeah, very good. I think it is Joe. Mm. <laughs> anyway, I've been a good texting, can you name Derek Akora's familiar? <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your cryptic crossword. Aye, uh, <laughs> and, and um, pass it. <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. Would you say Sir Elton John is a friend of the show? I mean, we do talk about him quite a lot. Uh, yeah. He doesn't have his own jingle, does he? Does he not? So. No. Surely. He should have by now. Uh, yeah. OK. Um, but I was friend very... Friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> He's My cashing in. for the kid. I'll just a minute. Thank you. Sorry about that, everyone. <laughs> Mars ain't the kind of play. Carry on. He's cashing in. Cashing he's in cashing his in. chips. It turns out he's not got enough money, so he's doing a bit of an Elvis. He's doing one of those residencies in Vegas. Oh, yeah, he's doing Vegas. Have you read? The tickets Brilliant. are going to cost £660. Just waving to Mike Reid, going past. Why um, not just call it 700 if you're playing with that kind of money? Why yeah, is it 60? How, how much is he going to earn? £7.5 million. That's a house to you. How long? Um, <laughs> <laughs> simply not true. How long? How long's he doing? Um, he's doing twenty, twenty something nights, isn't it? Yeah, and he's earning three hundred and thirty thousand per show. Per show. Mm. I mean, to paraphrase an old Arch Barker joke, that is more than I earn in a week. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of money. Like That's a lot of money. Three hundred thirty. Wow. I suppose he's a parent now. He needs. Uh, yes. He's got two, isn't he? Although I read that he'd actually asked for it all in small denomination coins because he loves the fruit machines. <laughs> That's why he's doing it. Oh. It's in Vegas and he's just going to get it in one massive bucket. 
and then he's going to spend all night on the fruities. And also those box fresh um, shell suits. <laughs> shell suit and a suit jacket. That, that yeah. soon, that soon. He's right. a fan of a yoga yeah. pant and a suit jacket. And no oh, dis- he loves the trainer. No, oh. no, no disrespect, but two kids. I don't know how much furnish he's bringing in. Frank! <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. He might be, you know. Mm-hmm. He might be a dot-com millionaire, for all I know, but I'm just saying... No, but he makes... He's a director, isn't he? I think mm-hmm. Elton... I think they're flogging he's the winning horse. <laughs> Poor old Elton has to get getting out there. Is it yeah. Red Rom? 24 <laughs> nights. I was like when they make Red Rom do those races and he was past it. 24 nights, when in Vegas. That's what that's the song he's written, especially for Frank, him. what about nice. when we went to see him? I still can't believe that. You we went to see him? him? Yeah, Frank and I, Absolute Radio. BC, the, before Cockerell. Was it, was it BC? Yes, yeah. it was. It, I Definitely. think you were too cool. You're an elbow gig. He played at a small. That's probably an elbow gig, or I am clue even What's cooler. What's that place, Daisy? The Union Chapel. Union in Chapel in Islington. Nice, nice place. Tart, to beautiful, see. beautiful place. And he played there. And I've played there. Me and Elton are always treading the same boards. Yeah, I've played there. Yes. Yeah, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take that. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. But fair play. I got 331 grand when I did it. He was knockout. He was knockout. Knockout. He was knockout. knockout. Did he have the yoga pants and the suit jacket on, or was he doing it in uh, he had, what did full he, garb? He had a black, was he in full I'll garb? tell you what he had. <laughs> he had a sort of Versace black frock coat. I'm going. I'm going to call it frock coat. Yeah. You know, it has the sort of conductor tails. Yes. Back. And then I did notice lightning conductor tails. <laughs> yeah. It mm-hmm. dragged on the road like those things you just get on the back of cars. <laughs> so Obviously. He's not, so he's earthed. I was times. watching um, an intimate gig with Elton John. So what was I focusing on? The clothes. Mm. So I did notice there was an extra bit of fabric cut around yes. the armpit area uh-huh. yes. just for stretch. It was well, a stretchy, gauzy fabric. I was dreaming yeah. of a shell suit. I love, <laughs> I love it when he wears the shell suit. I, well, the moment before he came in, there was a bit of silence. I was waiting for coming from the wings. <laughs> <laughs> Were you having a shower? <laughs> Just the sound of his, <laughs> of his thighs against each other in a right, shell suit. You know what I wish he'd had? Like a pool slide. You know the oh, you know yeah. the um the nice shoes you wear around, like the flip flop around the pool. I nice. like that. Oh, I thought if it, it meant like he'd come in on a slide. <laughs> yeah, like a bloke in the credit card advert. Like a shoot out of an <laughs> aeroplane. <laughs> come down and shit straight into <laughs> his uh, straight onto his stool. Brilliant. <laughs> would have been the best thing ever. <laughs> he got correct. very into Crocodile Rock, though. We can't do this, because it's obviously not a visual medium, but Frank does a very fine impression of um, Elton singing Crocodile Rock with a slightly rictus grin. Yeah, he, he, he's, he does... Because he, he really... He was <laughs> unsure at first, when he, and then he got into it. He was... Mm. Gonna but say, he wasn't unsure. He was angry. Yes, oh, he was, was angry. Yeah. But, um... But anyway, I mean, that is... amazing. That is uh, enormous money he's getting in... Uh, yeah. In, but, you know... That's because people want to pay the tickets to see Elton John. But also, it, it leaves him free then. I, I mean, I, I don't want to tell him how to live his life, but he could do that month in Vegas and then take the year, rest of the year off if he wanted, probably. Do you think that's what he'll do? I wonder who did tell him how to live his life. <laughs> 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 Whoever it was, it was a flamboyant character. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochran. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. Absolute radio. Um, we've had a, a, a little bit of clarity, I think, possibly. All right, Frank Spencer. Um, <laughs> a little bit of claret. A little you know, bit you, of clarity. Uh, you know, you said £660 a ticket for Elton John. Yes. Uh, 990 is saying, Emily, it will be a round figure in dollars. $660. Uh, £660 is about $1,000, no? Question mark. 
Okay. Is oh, it? No, I would say about 8.50 I'm going. Do you think we're um, bringing back the Welcome feature to Al Adding? <laughs> no, so we're absolute Bureau de Chauve. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's, it's expensive. What's the most you've ever paid to see anyone, Al? I'm guessing around £4. Oh, ouchie, <laughs> as my daughter would say. <laughs> ouchie. No, I've uh, I paid over £100 to see Jerry Seinfeld. In Canada in 2003. What was that noise? Someone dropped something because they heard Alan <laughs> spent a hundred pounds. Punched the table. Yes, per ticket. I bought two as well. Whoa! Yeah, I like that. Alan so that thinks a it's a rarity to take uh, somebody to a concert. Well, he paid to... over a hundred quid to see Jerry Seinfeld. Well, at the time, Amazing. he those him coming over and doing arena gigs here hadn't really entered no. the consciousness. And I was thinking, well, he's on in the city. We're nearing the end of our trip to Canada, and I thought, well, let's just uh, see somebody that. I, I don't have the opportunity to very often, which is very much what people will be thinking when they see Elton John. They'll be thinking, this might be my last chance. In, no. You know, they might be. Is it? No. They what, might what be. What you heard? No, they might, though. Look, how many times is it going to carry on touring? You don't know. I'm you don't with know Frank. Where you're going to be. Elton will carry on forever, will he? Oh, he'll carry on. He'll yeah, be doing he bar mitzvahs and all Benny! sorts. <laughs> Benny! He'll be up there forever. Benny! <laughs> But it's also... <laughs> remember him in Crossroads, Elton John? No. Oh, <laughs> uh, now, he, I paid, um... Well, you've got plenty, haven't you? You've, you've, you've got plenty! <laughs> you've got plenty. You got I was about to say you've got plenty of stories of that's people what the, that's that you've bought what tickets the, um, for. That's what the accountants at Coop Bank count. said to him, you've got plenty. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to remember that when you get to my level, you resent paying anything to see a gig. <laughs> yes. Because well, it's, it's a slap in the face not to get a free ticket. When I first joined this show, I said that I'd bought a new suit from a really nice place, and you went, you paid for it? Oh. Well, I think I said that as well, in fairness. <laughs> I think we all said that, darling. Um, oh, it's a lovely suit. Anyway, okay. that's not the point, is it? I can't join in with this. I haven't paid to go and see anything, ever. I paid 135 quid for a Kate Bush ticket. Ooh. Well, I paid two term... Bear with me, two seventy. Is that right, Aladdin? Yeah, yeah, I was about to do that. Confirmation so, in. So yeah, for me and for me and Kath to see. That's, that's nice that you've now told her what you paid for a birthday present. <laughs> I How told her. Oh, don't worry, it was on the ticket. Sure, it would have gone on there. Did I don't print the ticket. Booking fee. Well, otherwise she'd have assumed I'd got it free, and I can't be having that. I paid eight pounds for Nick Haywood. In about 1985. I honestly think that was the last time I paid for a gig. No, Bobby Brown, 1988. Wow. Last time I paid. That's a lovely story. He'd pay, <laughs> he pay me now. <laughs> uh, the thing is with Kathy is that she's a ma- mega Kate Bush fan. She'd seen her once but not perform. She spoke at some fan convention. That's right. So it was a big thing for me to get at this. And as I've said to you before, then she got a free ticket for the friends and family the night before, so my big special moment was on the mind. Oh, wow. But even so, I owed her one because I once took her to see, um, when we were first dating, I took her to see Madonna. I paid about 100 quid ticket. Mm. Second row, we were right there. Might have oh. even been first row. Um, right there for Madonna. And at the end of it, I said, so how was it? She said, well, I was, you know, it's all right. I said, well, you're the big fan. She said, I thought you was the fan. I said, no, I, I thought you... You know those things? I thought it oh, was your yeah. mate. I was... Wasn't he with you? It was that. So we sort of went accidentally to see Madonna. Don't get me wrong, she's, you know, nice. No, she's not nice. But she's talented. <laughs> I don't oh, think anyone horrible, would say... I believe. No one would say she was nice, but she's talented. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio.
Absolute Radio. Uh, I need to actually touch base with you guys about uh, yeah. about. I think I don't know if this is a recent development, and in fact, I think I might slightly blame you, Frank Skinner. I have become one of those people that sings in everyday conversations when someone says a phrase. <laughs> Are you and I suspect it's Frank's Respect. fault. <laughs> so, you know you say you suspect? It's a hun, hun it fiddy, Frank's fault. <laughs> poor, poor example, around the dinner table, my wife said that she was going out tomorrow the other day, and my son said, you're going out tomorrow, and I said... She would go out tomorrow, but she hasn't got a stitch to wear. And did the full yodel. Great, great. Again, a seven-year-old looking at me like, I don't get references like this. Um, I, uh, my son was playing Minecraft, and he mm. said, is this the only way in? And I said, the only way is in, baby, for you and oh, me now. Yaz and the plastic population. Yes, oh, God, I know. How embarrassing. Terrible. But it has taken a new and extremely insensitive low when my oh, wife... This will be music to Frank's ears. My wife's phone rang and, uh, and it was the doctor and she said, oh, they just want to talk to me about my cholesterol. And I said, my cholesterol. What else could you say? She just looked at me as if this is not appropriate behaviour. Uh, cholesterol's fine, by the way. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> you should have seen the excitement on Frank's face when I you started singing it. My Cholesterol. I not, love it. I, good, I love it. That is my life. I, I love it. it. I take my current one, because I, I go from one tune to the other. You my do. current one is, you know Crazy Horses by the Osmonds? Yes. Yeah. What do you sing? You know, when it, it goes... <laughs> that one. But it's okay. originally, it's that... So anything now that fits into Crazy Horse... Twice during this show, oh. we've had references to people. So earlier, in my mind, I was going, Lambit, Opic. <laughs> <laughs> and we also... Um, I don't know who mentioned it, but Stephen Hawking. <laughs> it's very... It's, 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 uh, it's very much my current thing at the oh. moment. Frank wow. also is fond of... I'm afraid we can't reveal any of the names, but if, if any... If any unsavoury characters are involved in a controversial news incident, mm. Frank likes to incorporate their name into the tune of The Simpsons, don't you, Frank? Yes, that's right. <laughs> I do. Um, I think it's a way of coping. He'll go... Da, 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 and then he'll yeah. go, Charles Bronson! <laughs> exactly. We're allowed to say him. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah. He's one of the acceptable ones. According right. to um, Spotify, Yeah. All, all the bets are off. Say what you like. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I do that one. So you don't stick it. with a particular tune, you're no, more versatile. It's, it's more uh, if it comes up in conversation, if, if a phrase comes up. And, you know, and also I seem to be doing it predominantly to my family, so I'm a bit worried about it, uh, you know, like, as a parent, when mm. I say, no, you can't have that, then going, no, 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 <laughs> there's no limit, which is confusing parenting, isn't it? Because it's no, and then there's no limit. Mm. I think like, it's good for children no to, yes. have, uh, to have... Um, music in their lives, though. <laughs> Not from their dad singing stupid stuff, surely. No, I think I don't. I very. I can't tell you how much I approve. <laughs> <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio. Just so you know, Dan Butler is confirming Derek Accor is familiar, is called Sam, and he is an Ethiopian character. That's true. Much obliged. That's absolutely true. Well there done. You go. Yes, of course he's called Sam, and he's an Ethiopian character. Yeah. I knew of that. Of course. Don't sing about it. Natch. No. Yeah. Ow. Um, I, uh, 
Uh, I seem to recall around this time last week we were discussing me doing a few little interviews to publicise my forthcoming small tour. Mm. Um, I did a couple of the shows last weekend. Saturday night, I did uh, the Lowry Studio Theatre. Lovely. Had a great time, really enjoyed it. I was going to sing Wigfield when you sang that, and I restrained well, myself. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday night, yeah. good. <laughs> that would have been fine okay. in this instance. Um, really, really enjoyed the gig, uh, and my wife and another couple who my were wife. friends with <laughs> were there. And, and I... I'm going to pat myself on the back comedically. A gentleman got up to go to the toilet, tripped on the stairs and staggered up them, and everyone laughed at him, and I knew that I couldn't move on to the show again straight away. So I improvised around it Mm. until he had visited the bathroom and returned. He didn't miss any of the show, and I kept them laughing all the way through. So that was the end of the show. Did it, it done, good... Got in touch with my wife afterwards, met her. We're walking to the car and she said, that was really good, you know, five stars. I'd give it five stars. Wow. I thought that was fantastic. We're getting the car and she said, um, yeah, you had a really mixed crowd. The bloke next to me was asleep all the way through it. <gasps> I thought, why have you even brought that up? Why, why have you told me that? Well, right, that you would go absolutely mental if I said that to so you. So we then met the couple in question. That to had be also fair, been... I believe I remember reading there was a tetsy fly infe- <laughs> um, infestation at the Lowry studio. What's that mean? <laughs> tetsy fly carries sleeping sickness. Yeah. What does it? Um, I'm, wasted, I'm wasted on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not up with the flies behaviour jokes. Can I say that's so much about Frank that that is his instant reaction is I'm wasted on here. Not that it didn't work, no one liked it, it wasn't that good a joke, but I'm wasted on here. It's a perfectly acceptable joke if you got the reference. <laughs> so we got, acceptable. We, we drove to meet the uh, couple that had been to the show as well and we met them in the pub for an after show drink. I'm anxious now that one of them's going to say something that's going to upset. Walk in. Mm. it, Fiddy. Walk in and the gentleman said, said, uh, yeah, good show. Did um, did she tell you about the guy sitting next to her who was oh, fast asleep? Oh. I was thinking, what is this? Oh. What is wrong with you people? I did a, I had a belter. I yeah. improvised during I mean, the whole guy means, tripping up thing. It, it means nothing. Nothing. Yeah. He could have been, he could have been dead, that bloke. It's the part <laughs> no, of I think you. he was breathing heavily. It's the I think part he was of heavily you that would be happier to hear that he was dead than he was sleeping. Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. So I imagine the publicity I'd get for that in my career would be great. Especially How if he do died you, laughing. Do you hate yes. it when people say, you see, Frank hates, <coughs> how do you think it went? No. Oh. say that to Frank, he yeah. just hates it. Are you the same? Don't, don't say anything to me other than that was absolutely brilliant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Other than that, I'm happy to talk about, you know, Big Brother. I was pleased yeah. with five stars, but when she said that, I thought that was a five-star show. I was very pleased with it. And I've only got four in Edinburgh, but don't bring that up. I don't think yeah. you can have a five-star show where one guy's asleep next to your wife. That's not great, is it? No. Depends I don't what, think I'd enjoy you're into. anything with someone. <laughs> to be frank. Somebody sleeping with your wife while you're on stage. <laughs> Mm. Oh, awful! Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry we've ended on a bit of a. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was a good see. gig. I think that I think the subtext of this is go and see the cockerel on his tour. Yeah, and keep nice. it light, Walt, which is yeah. my new catchphrase. Yes, <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So um, thanks for listening. And if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now. Get out. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio.